As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, this is another episode in the beginner series. I think this is number six or seven in the beginner series. Now, some of them have been spread out. Some of them were together. But today, I just got to thinking about some questions that a beginner who's who's just getting started in lawn care whether you're 13 or 300 years old there's no 300 year old person but you get what i'm saying if you're starting a lawn care business you might have this question and so i thought i would just take some time and answer this because i've been doing some short and sweet episodes lately because i've been under the weather but i don't want to leave you guys high and dry so i've been trying to come up with these short podcast ideas so that my voice will hold out and you guys get some good quality information and content so without any further ado the, the question that I want to ans- answer today is when should I start advertising for my business? It's springtime and every region of the country is a little bit different. If you're in Florida, you never stop advertising. If you're down south, pretty much, you never stop advertising. But up here in the north, we basically shut things down at the end of November, beginning of December, and we don't start anything back up until late March. So right now in this time of the year is when we would start advertising again. Now, for me personally, I don't advertise my lawn care business. I don't need to. I have my Google business listing, and that is the first thing you need to set up is your My Google listing. All right. It takes a couple of weeks to get that set up because they do send you something in the mail to verify that you are an actual business. So you want to get going on that right now. If you have not started your Google My Business listing yet, go do it right now. Pause the podcast and go do it. Google.com backslash my business. All right. It is super simple to set up, but it does take at least a week and probably two to get that set up because they want to verify your business. All right. And you do need to be a legitimate business to have a my business account. Okay. At least I think so. I'm pretty sure I had to put in my EIN number 
uh, to list my business there, but I can't remember for sure because it's been several years. All right, so with my Google My Business, my business listing, I have my website listed there, I have all my services listed there, at least the ones that they'll allow me to do. There's some that, that I'm preparing to do that they won't allow me to do to put on there because they don't fit into a category. So uh, I'm a little stuck there, but that's okay because my business, my business website is there and that Google My Business draws people to my website. I get a lot of contact us forms from my website. So my Google, it works in concert, all right? People go to Google, they look up businesses, lawn care in their area. I pop up, they go they go to the my Google listing, then they find my website and they go to my website. And from there, they contact me. So it, it just works together, all right? I don't get hardly any emails from just the Google My Business listing. They either come from my website or they call. And when they call me, this is just a side note here, when they call me, my voicemail, I send every call to voicemail. I don't pick up my phone. I have a whole episode on why I don't answer my phone. And it it's for me, it works well. It, for you, it might not work well, but for me, it works great because I have my website, okay? I push everybody to my website. It, it just, it makes the process of onboarding someone so much easier, okay? So every call I get goes to voicemail. And then the voicemail, the voicemail message says, if you want faster service, please visit our website, www.lansinglawnservice.com. 99% of the people go to the website because they want what? Faster service. And so they'll go to the website and they will put in all their contact information. That's the whole reason I send them to my website because I want their contact information right off the bat. I want them to spell it. I want them to to, to put it in. That way I'm not listening on the phone trying to spell something correctly. Maybe I got the, the house number wrong or whatever. I don't want to go through that anymore. I did years of that. I don't want to do that anymore. So everybody goes to my website. Well, mostly everybody goes to my website. There are some older people that call and want someone to talk to and that's fine I will do that but when I talk to someone on the phone I make sure that I have them spell their name and I have them spell their street address because my hearing isn't super great working around mowers and having loud headphones on all day it's just much better if they spell it so I know exactly what how to spell their street address and and, and their name all right it just makes it simple Okay, it's also great for billing. All right, they put in their email address when they go to the website, and then I can communicate with them through email. That way, I have everything in writing. It's all written down. I have a record of it. I never delete any of the contact emails that I have there. So all of that information is still there. If something ever happens where legally or whatever, I have those emails. I have that written word, that communication with that person. All right. So that's all just an aside to say that that's how I advertise today. 
All right, I just go through my Google business listing and I use my website. That's it. I don't do postcards. I don't do door hangers. I don't do yard signs. I only use the internet. And this can bite you in the butt. Don't get me wrong. But this is the way the world is going. Okay, so most people don't want someone showing up at their door, putting a postcard in their door. Most people are going to throw that away. It doesn't matter if they're looking for your service. They're annoyed that you put something on their door or in their door or on their mailbox or in their, their, their paper box. They do not necessarily like that. In my area, my neck of the woods, nobody likes it. All right. The companies used to canvas the greater Lansing area. I mean, there would be two or three different companies per day knocking on doors just in my neighborhood. Two or three different companies. All right. And so everybody in my neighborhood and across Lansing has on their door, on their front door, no solicitation because they are tired of companies coming and knocking on their door, usually at dinner time, interrupting dinner, interrupting bath time for the kids, interrupting whatever. And for me, when I did postcards or door hangers, I never knocked on the door. I just put it in the door or hung it on the door and left because I don't want to put a bad taste in someone's mouth about interrupting dinner, interrupting bath time, waking the baby up from nap time. It, it's just a better way to go. All right. Now, because of that, you won't land as many jobs either. That's why I only use the internet anymore because I don't think I ever got a single call from any door hangers or postcards that I put out or from any I think I got one call maybe from a yard sign that I put out for snow removal many, many years ago. By and large, I don't get any calls from that. They all come from the internet. Okay. Now that being said, that's how I do my company. When you're getting started, you're going to have to advertise because you got to get your name out there. So the number one way that I would advertise today is Facebook in community groups, okay? Or the buy-sell groups, mostly community groups. You have to follow their rules. A lot of these are very strictly um, monitored by admins today. And so you have to follow rules. You have to do that. You have to get an in sometimes for those community groups, but those are the best place to advertise. So when is the best time to advertise for your business? Well, it depends on when your spring kicks off. Our spring here, we just turned the corner, I, I feel. We might still get a 10-inch snowstorm. We, that could very well happen here in Michigan. Uh, but so far... What it looks like right now is we have turned the corner into spring. And so temperatures are starting to rise and we're, people are starting to wake up, feel that sunshine on their face. They want to get their yard cleaned up. I'm starting to get calls for that. And so now this, this week, pretty much in, in Michigan, in the north, so I'm talking Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, uh, 
even Illinois, maybe parts north like Minnesota. Minnesota's probably still got snow. But places like that in the north, the northeast more, in the mid the mid-norths, okay? Um, our spring is starting, okay? So now is the time to start advertising. If you're down south, it all depends on when your spring starts, okay? It all depends. You kind of have to feel it out. When you get that feeling in your gut like you want to get out in the yard and start working, that's when you should probably start advertising. When you get some of those really nice 50-degree days and you're, you're feeling that sun, you're feeling good, you want to get out and breathe the fresh air, that's when you need to start advertising. All right. So that if whether that's postcards, door hangers, whether that's yard signs, whether that's on Facebook, start when you start when you get that feeling like you want to get out in the yard and start working because it's nice enough out, that's when you start advertising. And you don't stop advertising until, especially if you're new, this is for beginners, okay? I mean, this could go into a larger company as well, but especially for beginners. If you're solo, which most beginners are, you're going to want to advertise and continue advertising as long as your schedule is not full, all right? Now, here's a caveat to that, that statement that I just made. If your schedule is full, but you've taken on some clients that kind of, they're bothersome, they don't pay their bill on time, things like that, then keep advertising. Keep your name going out there. Yes, you're going to get a lot of calls, potentially, and you're going to have to turn down a lot of people, potentially, because you have a full schedule. Unless you know that this, this, person that's calling you is pretty close to another client and you think you can make more money off of them, they're going to be a better fit for you, then pick that one up and drop one of the bad ones. And you you build on the top and you dissolve the bottom. You kick them out the bottom. All right. That's just how business works. And that's really how the lawn care business works. That's how you build a stronger business. All right. So you have to know this going in that you're going to have to let people go. If you're interested, I have a can uh, client cancellation letter over on the mowing in the dark podcast website. You can check that out. I believe it's there for $5 and 99 cents. You'll have it for life. It's completely editable. Uh, you don't have to edit it, but if you find something there that you want to edit, by all means, you can do that. All right, so go check that out if, if you're interested because it's a great way to cancel a client in writing. You need to do it in writing. If you're requiring your clients to cancel with you in writing within 30 days, you need to cancel your clients in writing as well. You don't have to give them 30 days, but you do need to, client, you do need to cancel them in writing. It's the most professional way to do it. They have it in writing. You can also recommend another company in the area. It's my recommendation that you contact this company and say, hey, I've got some clients I'm looking to get rid of. I'm wondering if I can give them your name. And if if you if they allow you to do that, go for it. Okay? So that's another part of this whole 
bringing on new clients, starting a new business, you're going to have to be uncomfortable and let some people go as more people pile on top. You want the best customers in your business. You want to get rid of the worst ones. Okay, you're always going to have some of those slow payers, always going to have some of those naggy customers. Most likely, I don't have a whole lot of naggy customers anymore. I've got my list down pretty, pretty good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. So I don't kick a lot of people out anymore. But when you're first started, you got to. You've got to get re- just like a bad employee. If you've got a bad employee with a bad attitude, you got to get rid of them because they will affect the rest of the business. It's the same thing with a bad client. If they have a bad attitude, they, they're just picky all the time. Hey, you missed a leaf over here. I need you to come back and pick that leaf up. That's a bad client. Get rid of them. Just send them a letter and say, I'm sorry, we're not a good fit. I'm moving on. All right, so that's it for this video, guys, or this podcast, rather. This is on YouTube. It's also on Rumble. Check them out. Um, You can see my beautiful face there. Also, check out the Mowing in the Dark podcast website. You can find out, you can see all our documents there that are for sale. And as always, guys, I will see you in the next episode.